What's up, guys, and welcome to the Beers and Biceps podcast, the podcast that will teach you how to look great with your shirt off while still able to have a nice cold beer on the weekends. I'm your host, Wade Foster. Let's crack open a cold one and get into it. Yo guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Beers and Biceps podcast. Massive thank you guys for taking your time to listen to this episode, and we have a really good one for you today. In this episode, I sit down, have a have a GNT with uh, my good friend, fellow coach, and elite mentor, Mr. Dan Poulter, and we talk through all things productivity all about seizing your day and making the most out of your day, creating exceptionally powerful daily habits to really become the best version of yourselves. So sit back, crack open a cold one, and let's get into the episode. Yo, Dan, how's it going, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm thinking about the, especially this weekend with the lockdown unlocking. So like you were talking a bit earlier about drinking and us going back out again. Yes, mate. Yes. Obviously with lockdown ending this weekend, well, we're like, for this weekend, the podcast come out later, but before a lockdown ended, pubs now are going to be going to be an interesting, interesting arena with, uh, however they're running it, table service and all these things. Um, so yeah, Ooh. what do you think you'll be your first drink will be when you go in? Well, obviously tonight I'm drinking a gin and tonic, which is probably the least manly drink I could have come for. Come on, you can't be a gin and tea. I've got it here as well. I've got mate. I'm even getting gin and slimline, mate. That's how I'm watching the waistline. Well, look, like this, this is fitness related. So we're, we're trying to keep the calories down and doing all that smart exactly. stuff. But summer is coming. Yeah, yeah. Summer is. <laughs> and to be fair, mate, my, my summer shred isn't quite what it has been in previous years. Not that I'm letting it um, not happen, but yeah, it, it's definitely been a weird time cutting down for summer and doing it from home. And yeah, I don't know how you found it. Mate, I'm on first name basis with my delivery drivers. Okay, then yeah, <laughs> then that, that gives us our answer then, doesn't it? <laughs> These are the things we're like working from home, but not having that bit where you can pop out, even popping out to the gym. Yeah, gives you that gives you that sense of like, oh yeah, I've, I've done this, done X, Y, and Z. We're like being literally stuck at home all day every day. Gets to like eight at night, I'm like, who, who? Yes, who can I talk to now? I know delivery driver. <laughs> yeah, it, mate, it's like um, it's like that Groundhog Day feeling, really, but. I found a little trick that I've started doing with my workouts is before I train at home, I'm, I'm, li- I'm luckily where I live, I'm literally like on a block. So I just literally uh, will walk around the block mm-hmm. and it's like, um, it's as if I've left the office, walked and then when I walk back in, it's like now I train. Mm. So it's quite like a cool little like mindset thing. So uh, anyone listening, like, give that a try. If you're, if, you're, if, we're, if you're listening and we're still in lockdown and you're struggling with kind of the mindset of going from, because probably like you, you're working from home mm. and then you've suddenly got to go and train. It's just a gym mode, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a funny one. So that, I, I know you're, you're not training at home home right now, are you? No, no, no. Got um, a garage gym at the missus. Fine. So yeah, so for me, where I've got to go in the other room and train, it just, it just doesn't feel right. So leaving the house has helped a lot. Yeah, no, it's actually a really good idea because it gives you that mental, so for me at the moment, it's, it's the drive, right? Yeah. Which, which is still like the environment's not the same as a gym, but you know, I've got, got sort of managed to buy good enough equipment. But it's the drive that kind of like sets the mindset going right, work modes off, phones on airplane mode, and I can get in the mood. But yep. when I was doing home workouts before I got the kit, quite it is really difficult to switch that mindset into 
stop work, get into train and have training as a de-stress. Because a lot of us use training to de-stress. It's that like moment where you're away from the family, you're away from everything and you can just train and relax. Then having to do that in the same roof as work and the family now, yep. got the situation in a whole big mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So before we get rocking and rolling into a bit more about you, let's go with some some quick fire questions to see how see how well you handle these. Let's we'll see what you can do. We'll see, see how quick. I've had a few guests and I quick fire and they really ponder and it's like, right. Okay, so, I'll, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> right. So what would your WWE ring music be? Uh, fuck. Um, oh my, can I, what, I, I, I do I have to make it up or a song that exists? No, 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 an actual song, like an actual, actual song. Like when it's, um, uh, like the fireworks go off and you're walking down the ring. What's the, okay, what, song what's the song? It's like, <laughs> the final countdown. What's that? The final countdown? Yeah. The f- <laughs> I don't know why, but if you want quick fire, that's my, that's, that's my answer. It. I like it. I like it. Right. Next one. That's got me excited because I'm literally picturing like. I'll tell you what, your, out, your outfit would definitely be Speedos as well. Your ring. Yeah, up, yeah, 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 100%. <laughs> with that coming on in the background. Um, right, two. In a biopic of your life, who plays you? We did this before. We and did I think, this in um, a mastermind one, yeah. Oh, okay, so not, not my words, but there's a scene in um, something where. Is it Ryan Gosling? He's topless. And I said it to you when you did the piss. There's a topless pic where he's sitting on the edge of the seat and I, someone else's words said that him. Or um, who did you say that took the piss? Yeah, let, let's say I, I like him. He, he's a good looking guy. He's, oh, he's great he's right to here. go with. If that's when you go with. Right. Then who's your favourite superhero and why? Oh, shit. I don't like Spider-Man. I'll set that straight now. Straight away, um, table. I just don't think he counts as a, as a, as a super. Batman, again, like he's a cool guy, but he's just the guy. Uh, the Flash is pretty sick. The yeah. Flash is sick. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. The Flash sick, is yeah. sick. Right. I'd like to run so fast around the world. I, I hit someone or something. And yeah, I think that's cool. Just done. Then lastly, right. Three people, dead or alive, you want to invite round for a beer and a barbecue. Oh yeah. Okay, weird one, yeah. Go on. I really want uh, from a distance. I'd want to have Michael Jackson there, just to like ex- just see what he's all about. Maybe ask him some questions. Maybe, maybe steer. I just literally would want to be in the room with this guy just to. S- yeah, I don't even know if I'd want to speak to him or not. Just to see what his aura was about. Yeah, just see what he's all about. Um, part. Do you say past or present? Past. Uh, yeah, alive or dead. Um, Michael Jordan, not just the thing about Michael's, but from recently yeah, watching the last... Two, two MJs, Michael Jackson and Michael Yeah, well, from, from watching The Last Dance recently, mm. I can't work out, is he an egotistical... Can I swear? Yeah, oh, mate, God, yeah. Okay, egotistical prick, or is he really fucking cool? Mm. So he's the second. And the third one would have to be... I'm a big fan of... Um, oh, no, I can't do that one. Oh shit! Uh, past or present? Past. Oh my Call god! Quick fire, by the way. Um. <laughs> uh, 
Oh my god, it's epic, gone. Epic podcast listening right now, by the way. <laughs> Just okay, down. sorry. Uh, let's say we're going to go with Pre- uh, Dwayne Johnson, the Rock. Sick guy. Done. Yeah. He's just just a legend. And again, I'd want to suss him out in person be like, is he genuinely just that? Just the sick guy? Mm. That's a a powerful beer and barbecue session, that is. That is a powerful (laughs) Friday night drinking (laughs) sesh with those those three. Yeah, well, you'd have have like The Rock and you'd have Michael Jordan probably over here just loving life, eating, cheersing, whatever. And then you just have Michael Jackson. Yeah. Anyway, that's my yeah, weird answer. I like it. <laughs> I like it. It's good. It's good. Good. Right. So, get into the podcast then. So, tell tell everyone listening a bit about a bit about you and about how you got into into the fitness space. Um, what were your first first steps in there, um, and how you kind of evolved through the fitness industry? Okay, so I've been a coach myself now for like what twelve, like just over twelve years now. So I was eighteen. Um, I was working as a lifeguard. Uh, funnily enough, there's a story to that where I I got sacked. I lost my driving license and I got kicked out of college in the space of like a, a six a six month period. That's and, a bad six months. Yeah, that was a bad six months. And this is amazing. I was working for a company which I won't name <laughs> as a lifeguard. That I got sacked for, and I ended up going and getting another job with the same company as a lifeguard again so one day i was on the i was on the by the pool side and i was watching the pool and i could feel like someone looking at me there was these windows looking down and i was like oh my god someone's like something's going on there i could feel more people looking at me and there was these like guys in suits like looking down at me and in long story short they came down onto the pool side was like dan what are you doing here and i was like what was like and looked and it was the the guy that had sacked me from the other place within the same company and anyway long story short I got, I got to keep my job and it was amazing so anyway I was a lifeguard I worked in the gym oh, hang on no you lost, and you then lost your I driving went, license what happened there oh um I just an idiot speeding within the first two years I literally I'd been I'd had my license for three months I got done speeding on the A3 and if you get six points in your first two three years months. at that time you lose it straight away so that, that went gone and in college <laughs> at college I was just a little shit I was having a bad time. It was a rough time. My 17, 16, 17 wasn't, it wasn't a good time for me. I've learned the error of my ways. But um, yeah, anyway, so um, I used to swim, a uh, pretty decent uh, standard. And then I was really scrawny, thin, skinny. And um, my coach was like, if you get yourself in the gym, you could be really good. You could be even better better so I did and I actually found myself enjoying the gym more than I did the swimming I kind of lost my love for the swimming and then I ended up doing more of the training than the swimming and then it kind of stuck then I became a PT and the rest is history and now that's where I'm at now at 30 obviously ah but it's it's an interesting story coming from um coming from your adolescence being a being a adolescence I mean, I was going to say thug, but you gave yourself as a scrawny, scrawny, scrawny well, swimmer. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't class as a thug. At school, like I was, I was naughty, but not horrible. I, I never, I, I was, I didn't get into fights. So I, mm. I, I was only ever confrontational if it came to me. But like, I was just chatty. You know me, like chatty, yeah. cheeky, like a bit rebellious, like making jokes out of stuff. So that's the where the kind of trouble came from. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I feel like I can talk myself out of any situation. So I'd get myself into sticky situations, probably unnecessarily, but 
How much trouble can I get in to see if I can get out of it? Like, yeah, how far can I push these teachers' buttons? And yeah. um, can I just do my cute and adorable face and get out of this? And see? Yeah. It doesn't work it's so much well for me now. I tell you that the cute and adorableness as well. Yeah. Um, when I was younger, um, that actually brings us really on to the really well onto the topic of, of obviously the podcast. So how you were obviously well from the ages of adolescence of late teens, how you potentially were in trouble, not knowing where direction you were going in, like just making mistakes and stuff like that to the successful entrepreneur you are today. And obviously the stuff I really wanted to pick your brain at today and have good discussion with um, over a couple of drinks is about becoming your best self, right? How can, how can men really utilize, form habits and really change their life for a positive way yeah. um, in becoming them best selves, not only in the gym and physique wise, but also at work, in relationships, um, in sort of like all aspects of life. So that's stuff I really wanted to pick your brain out. Because since I've known you, that's something I've seen you really, really evolve and strive in really is creating a lot of these, a lot of these sort of like habits in your day that just make you excel. Is that something you sort of picked up recently? Yeah, I, I think um, I'll always kick off with one of my favorite quotes is the success leaves clues. And anything you want to learn about anything is, is written down somewhere in a book and, and typically a book that's been around for years. And I, you know, yourself included, like more recently, maybe this year or the past 12 months at least, just moving on to listening to books. Like when I was at school, I, I hated reading. I still kind of hate reading to this day, but I love listening. So for me, tapping into something like Audible and smashing my way through books and yeah success leaves clues so if, if you want to be successful in any area of your life fitness business uh, personal development the answers you're looking for are out there you've just you've just got to go find them and they're typically in a book so the first place i'd say to anyone to start is and podcasts as well you know listen to podcasts yeah, um, and podcast is the place to go for success so that is well, well it, it is in a, in a when you think about it, like Someone listening to this podcast right now, the words I'm saying right now is here because they perceive you or us to be role models or successful in an area they want to learn in. And, and I'm much the same in, in what I do. If I want to learn about something, I'll, I'll hunt down a book and I'll listen to it. So I think um, that would be the first place to start. Find somebody that's been there and done what you want to do and go and listen to what they have to say. I feel... I feel going the book route is such a powerful thing, but what you said there about going to Audible is something that will really hit a lot of people. So obviously a lot of my mates, a lot of people obviously know the power of reading books, right? But like, I'm just like you, I bloody hate. If it's not got pictures in it, I'm out. Like, do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Hungry Hungry Caterpillar is probably the last book <laughs> I read from, from cover to cover. Um, but Audible. I don't think I finished that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Audible is something that actually gives me a chance to intake a lot of this information from from success and from habits and stuff like that that I can actually implement in day to day life. Because with Audible, I can just listen to it on the go, which saves me. So like the issue for a lot of, for for me and for a lot of people, I reckon, is they don't want to just sit down and read. It's pretty darn boring, right? Just sitting down and reading. Whereas 
when I'm walking the dog or even while I'm working now on lockdown, I've got Audible on, I've got my, my lovely Alexa. She doesn't, doesn't, oh no, she triggered to that, fuck. <laughs> um, yeah. um, just just sort of get an Audible book on and then and then off we go for the rest of the day. I just, just have it on, on going on. Because um, that's something I remember you talked to me about going like Audible changed you massively. Oh, mate, yeah. Like the, the thing is, and you know, like again, the crossover here for the guys listening is going for a, getting your step count in listen to a book you know do if you don't enjoy cardio listen to a podcast if you or even just i listen to youtube a lot of the time i don't actually watch it i just listen to it and i think if you can find someone it pick something specific you know if you want to get better at if you want to learn more about fitness but a specific topic you know find an episode of this podcast or find an episode of a, another podcast where it really dials into it and yeah, you can just learn so much in such a short space of time. And what I think I prefer about podcasts to some of these books is the fact that you're listening to the person whose information it is. Whereas some of these older books are read by maybe, if you get unlucky, you get a really annoying American voice. It's no offense to anyone American listening. Um, if they just happen to, you can't resonate, then it's tough. Whereas with the podcast, it's, it's us talking. So people really buy into that, myself included. So yeah, definitely. I, I would urge anyone who doesn't like reading paperback, start listening because it's, it's worked well for us. So. Mm, 100%. So then what would give this give three book recommendations on Audible to help people, like say, if success leaves, leaves clues, okay. what your three yeah. most optimal <clears throat> books to, to go to straight away? Okay, so the, the first one will be for... You can't um, say Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay, the second one, no. The, the, the first one will be for anyone listening who, who's potentially in the, the, the fitness space or, or even the, actually, to be fair, just in the life space. And as this podcast, I know, is very much heavily directed at, at guys, there's a book called Man Up by a guy called Bedros Koulian. And, and mm. although he's a, a fitness entrepreneur, he's just a very successful man in his own right. And essentially, that book is probably for anyone that needs to man up. Uh, and, and some real kind of tools and tricks and tips and hacks around being more productive, less procrastination, um, just really com taking control and commanding your life and, and, and understanding that the only limitations you have on your life typically are the ones you, you make up in your, your head. Uh, and he kind of smashes through that in that book. So Man Up by Bedros Kulin for anyone listening who is struggling a little bit with getting shit done, like that, that's a real good one. Um, the second book I would say is the perfect day formula by Craig Ballantyne. Um, I, I've, I've luckily, um, had the chance to have a call with him before on this, this kind of thing. And he actually sent me some books uh, from the U S and for anyone listening, he's like a multi multi-millionaire coach, very successful man. Um, and in his book, it is very much about your perfect day and, and how to structure your day for success. So if you're a little bit disorganized, if you're not very good at kind of um, structuring your day and, and you, you want more freedom in your life, Craig tells you you need more structure in your life, ironically. But that, that's the, probably my second one. And thirdly is The Daily Stoic. Um, this book is really cool. This isn't one you can listen to, but this is a book that is one page per day. So I get it. If you don't like reading, then uh, you're not going to read 10, 20, 30 pages a day but you can make time for one page per day. So the daily stoic is really cool. There's, there's always like a daily thought provoking page that you uh, would read. 
and uh, it's something you read first thing in the morning and it will just set your mind for the day. So that's probably my third one, The Daily Stoic, really famous. So Yeah, they're three, three really good books, to be fair, to really help anyone say, get in that successful mindset, improve their life and start, start moving forward and moving steps forward rather than potentially mm. just standing still with their life. One that I'm currently listening to, which is one that, I don't know if you, you've uh, listened to it, but something that you do a lot of that I pick up from with you, and it's um, by James Clear, and it's called uh, Atomic Habits. Yes, I've read it, yeah. Really yeah. good. So, it's, so the base of Atomic Habits is obviously setting yourself up with good daily habits yep. to keep on improving your life. So obviously the old story about the, the Marine speech or the Admiral speech where he's like, um, the first thing you do every day is make your bed because you've started yep. your day off with a success. Yep. Especially do you wake up, you make your bed every day because you're starting your day off in a positive, positive yep. manner. Um, yep. So what sort of habits do you have that you feel really help you with your productivity, your successfulness, and, okay. and all round general well-being? So the easiest way for me to explain it is starting chronological order from the minute I wake up. So I, I've got a rule with myself and Ellie, because we share a bed, that I do not snooze the alarm. Um yeah, no, six out of seven days, you know, there might be that one day I really struggle. And there's a method I got from a book by Mel Robbins. Um, oh my God, the, for the life of me, the name has gone. And the five second rule. So essentially what you do for any guys listening that struggle to get out of bed and you want to start your day on a, on a high, like Wade said, you know, achieving something. If you can quite simply, when your alarm goes off, just get up onto your elbow. I know it sounds crazy, but imagine you're lying in bed. You've just got up into your elbow. So you've just forced yourself into a slightly more upright position. And then what the book talks about is you count from five down to one and you try and picture like a rocket taking off. I know this is weird, but go over here. So you kind of count in your head like five, four, three, two. And on one, you jump out of bed. I know it sounds weird. And you're probably listening thinking, what the hell is this guy going on about? And why I the hell you he this guy had? Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To be fair, yeah, it's kicking in. But I promise you, this craziness and this, these kind of crazy things, not only have I got it from a book, so don't take it from my word, I'm taking it from a, a highly successful mentor, Mel Robbins in her own right, but it's, um, it's just the mindset around that level of discipline you need first thing in the morning when it's cold or you're tired, you don't want to get up. It's the whole, I don't want to, I don't have to, but I'm going to do it anyway. That's the mentality that I think that has helped me to be more successful, the likes of yourself, Wade, and, and other people around me. I see them doing things. I'm like, you don't have to do that. And I don't even think you want to do that, but you're doing it anyway. And I respect them. It's like me having a, my second thing is having a cold shower. I don't have to do it. Like I'm perfectly clean myself with a warm shower. Um, no one knows I'm doing it or not, but I know. So me forcing myself to do things like getting up when my alarm goes off or having a cold shower, even though I don't have to, it's that level of resilience that it creates that when I come to something that I don't really want to do, but I don't mind doing that stuff just seems easy. Mm. Because having a cold shower is huge. huge. Mate, it's, it's huge. It, and it's, and, and anyone takes, Oh, but bro, it's it, what, it's just cold water. Like well, you do it. Mm. Like it's not, it, I don't particularly enjoy it, but I feel good for doing it. Oh, mate, I remember when I first started doing it. So we'll talk through the premise of the cold shower, right? So the premise of the cold shower in the morning, it sounds weird. Okay. To everyone listening do it and it makes you a million times more productive i guarantee it but the reason behind it is it's hard right it's really uncomfortable to have a freezing cold shower straight away in the morning but 
if you knock out, so I got up at 5.45, you're about a similar time, or you're about sort of 5, 5 30. Yeah, around yeah. Yeah. Right. The hardest part of my day is at 5.50 when I get into that freezing cold shower. But once I conquer that, the rest of my day is a piece of piss. Do you know what I mean? Like the hardest part of my day is getting in that freeze because I don't want to do it. I'm tired. I want to go back to bed. But stepping in that freezing cold shower just sets you up for the day. Go, right, I've done the most uncomfortable thing I am going to do today. No matter what hits me this day, nothing is more uncomfortable than that shower. And it puts you in that mindset. And it's one thing that, for such a long time, I can't remember, I saw some entrepreneur do it like, let's say five years ago, and I was like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. But literally in the last sort of six, seven months, I do it every morning. And God, it makes you like, you literally not, just the whole rest of your life and rest of your day just excels from there. Because you've started on a note where I've said I'm going to have a cold shower. I've, I've, and I'm sort of like, I'm doing, and I'm, I'm sort of, what's it? I'm not lying to myself. I've said I'm going to do it. I'm going to stick to it. I've achieved something today. I've said I'm going to have a cold shower. It's horrible. I've done it and I've achieved it. And it sets you off on a good, a good win for the rest of the day. 100%. And I think also in that is, uh, again, I, I just keep quoting from books, but there's a book called Eat, uh, Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. And, and that's a, a big recommendation for me as well. And the book talks about, ask us, answer this question if you're listening. Like, um, if you had to eat a live frog as weird and crazy as that sounds every single day i think how horrible that would be if you had to put a a live frog in your mouth and eat it he asks you when would you eat it and i'm sure wade will agree you would eat it first thing in the morning you'd get that shit done you'd get it out of the way so eating your frog for you could be your workout it could be uh the cold shower but if you can find things that you hate doing and, and get them done first thing in the morning it, for me, it just makes, like Wade said with the cold shower, it just makes the rest of the day just kind of just fly by. It's more of a breeze, you know, like it just just get the hard stuff done. So for the most people listening, it'll probably be like the workout because some people don't enjoy training, but they know they need to. Do it in the morning. Get it done. And then it's done, and then you, and you know it can't not get done. Hmm. That's one of the main powerful things about working out with the morning. So if working out isn't a passion but you know you need to, right? Where, well, for me, it's a passion. So regardless of how my day goes, I'm getting the workout in, even if it's bloody midnight, like I'm getting the workout in. But for some people, like, they want to just go home after work and chill, see the missus, chill in front of you, which which is all cool, which is all fine. But if you haven't trained in the morning and you leave training till after work and you get stuck in meetings, you get stuck in calls and training doesn't happen. Too risky. That starts happening week after week. No wonder you're not hitting your goals. So that's where, like, like we say and we put forward, train in the morning. Get up, get that training session done. That way, no matter what happens during your day, you've trained. You've released your endorphins. You feel great. You're making progress in the gym. You're looking better each and every week. But regardless of how your day goes, you've got it done. For a lot of people who obviously go, rather hit the snooze button, which Dan, Dan's already given you a great trick to get away with that. <laughs> um, stop hitting, because that's going to, you hitting the snooze button in the morning, may affect your workout in the day, which will affect your physique, which will affect a lot of different things long run. So one of the main things we do both tell both our clients, isn't it? Get training done in the morning. Yeah, and, and you, like, with the, with the snoozing a lot, again, you might, it might seem like, it's so, like, why is he making it so extreme? But all those little things add up, okay? Any time that you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, or any time that you, you know, like, you, you let yourself get away with something, like, you're starting to kind of, 
teach yourself that that's okay and and then that's never something you want to do and mm. in the same way that like first thing in the morning for you might be prepping your meals because you know otherwise you're just going to grab something on the go or adding all of your food into my fitness pal ahead of the day so that you're you're you know what you're going to run off of like that's the kind of things that i think are just so important so mm. yeah i think um other stuff going up for, for the rest of the day i guess the, an, another thing i would touch on is maybe um you know going for a walk now i do that first thing most mornings and that's been a real help as well and i, I know you, you walk the dog so kind of by default you're you're, you're you you do that whether you like it or not but um i know that you would do it anyway mm. and um just getting some sunlight on your skin just getting some fresh air like i don't care if you have to get up half an hour earlier to do it or even just 15 minutes just to kind of run around run around the block and listen to a, a bit of your book that will honestly serve you well for the rest of your day you know getting your getting elevating your heart rate getting some steps in getting your brain thinking and and, and kind of clearing your head i i think that that morning walk has been a game changer for me Mm, completely completely and for a lot of people it's um let's say it's it's building up these habits starting starting one step at a time do you know what i mean like yeah right let's get that let's get that morning 10 minute walk in all right during this walk i'm doing good i'm doing good i'm now listening to this book my i'm now then going on a walk and training in the morning and then now i'm sort of waking up i'm making my bed i don't snooze the alarm i get a cold shower I get a walk in, I get training. And see all these habits build up, build up, build up, build up over time. And you have a choice. Like, like Dan, I, I literally, I'm going to butcher what you said, but I can't remember, I can't remember what you said at all. There's something there about, um, there's something to do with, with choices and stuff like that. And yeah. you don't want to be in like that negative mindset of this, like allowing yourself to, to fall into those bad habits, yeah. right? 100%. So you want to keep on forming these good habits, good habits, good habits, good habits, and always raising the bar on yourself rather than saying, it's okay to snooze. It's okay to miss the gym today. It's okay to not hit my 10K steps. Like that's going to leave you in a rut continually. And you're continually going to be spinning the wheel, going from day to day, living for the weekend, which you can all do better than that. Like everyone listening to this can really strive and improve their life and feel 10 times better. Like sometimes you, a lot of people may think they're like, oh, this is how you're supposed to feel. You're supposed to be tired. You're supposed to just want to live for the weekend, X, Y, and Z. When you and I are one hundred percent proof that God knows that you don't you don't have to be like that. Yeah, I, I, I think that a lot of it is why is it that every time someone asks you, we all do it, like I'm guilty too, we, we both are like when someone says, Oh, how's things? Yeah, I'm busy. Uh, how are you feeling? Oh, tired. And you just say these things. Like it's just like a, a like a default thing. You just say it. Mm. And then when you actually stop and go, wait a minute, like, no, I'm I'm not tired, I feel all right. <laughs> and like I I've been I haven't been busy. I've been productive and I'm, and I'm happy about it, you know? And it's, I think a lot of it is the kind of talk that you either say out loud or to yourself. And a lot of this stuff is, is an opportunity for you to kind of rewrite the narrative that you have in your head of, Oh wait, no, I am a successful person and, and I, I do want more from my life. And I'm not afraid to say that I am really giving a hundred percent to my fitness right now. And, and I, this is actually really important to me. And, all these different kind of ways of talking to yourself or talking out loud. I think for guys, it's, it's typically not something we're meant to talk about. We're not meant to talk about our feelings and personal developments, a bit of like a kind of like a subject for women and for other people. But I'm glad that it's becoming more and more okay. And even with the more stuff with a push of like mental health, but less about mental health. For me, it's more kind of like mental mastery and mindset mastery and bulletproofing your mind. 
I want to kind of look at this stuff from a positive point of view. And I think the way that Wade set it up in this, in this episode tonight is very much us just looking at what is positive and, and what can we put into our day that will force us to be more productive and successful. So um, any one of those tips will help you. But if you can compound them together and another book, The Compound Effect, will remind you. Um, <laughs> that's when you do enough of them every day over time. That's when you start to see the real results for me. Mm. 100%, 100%. So one thing I want to I wanna go on today, because we spoke quite a bit on, on tiredness then, um, where essentially a lot of people do just, just have this general fear of fatigue. They struggle to get out of bed in the morning. They struggle to actually get any good quality sleep. Um, so what do you do and what do you tell your clients to really optimize that, that sleeping? Like, like you wake up, like if anyone uh, doesn't follow Dan on Instagram, so we'll talk about it's at Muscle Fitness UK. But Dan is like the happiest person at six in the morning. Like he's loving life. Like it just puts you in a good mood when you wake up. Yeah. Um, but like, what have you done that has just optimized your, your sleep routine that has given you the best opportunity to, to wake up and just attack your day? So once after this, uh, like, you know, like Wade and I, we were pretty much on this. It's 20 to nine now in the UK, at least. And then, I will at night, by the way, no, we're not drinking at eight 30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's almost nine o'clock PM just to clarify. <laughs> and, um, I will leave my phone in the other room, a mm-hmm. uh, massive one for distractions and also screen time, you know, like you're, you're, you're fine that if you're, if you've got your phone in front of your face, right to the minute you, you put your head on the pillow, typically your mind is just wearing away. And whether you realize it or not, that will affect your sleep quality. So, I don't care if you get eight hours sleep. If you're waking up knackered, it's not because you haven't had enough sleep. It's just the quality of the sleep has probably been poor. Whereas sometimes you wake up after four hours and you slept like a baby and, and, and that's been enough because maybe you've had a better quality sleep. So a big tip and, and trick on this one is leaving your phone in the other room and having less screen time before bed. And if, uh, if you are going to attempt to read a book, maybe read that before bed. But I think for me, that's helped a lot. And it's also helped me as, as well with being present with my wife, Ellie, and being able to sit and watch a TV program and just watch some shit TV, some just some silly rally TV show just to switch off. And, and that will improve your sleep quality uh, massively. Doing that. One, of the, one of the big things that I did recently when I moved house was um, I actually got rid of my alarm clock and I bought a Lumi. Mm, not okay. is. yeah um is that a lot um it's a, let off light yeah so it's a light alarm right so for anyone listening you when you sleep you've got two from sleep you've got deep sleep and rem which is rapid eye movement you want to wake up during rem so this rapid eye movement sleep you don't want to wake up during deep sleep so regardless of of how long you sleep if you wake up during a deep sleep you're going to wake up fatigued and tired because your body wasn't ready to be woken up then and as you sleep, you go through different cycles, like all throughout. Say you do sleep over an eight hour time. You, you're in a period of deep sleep, then up into REM, down into deep sleep, all throughout this, this eight hours. And if your alarm goes off when you're in deep sleep, regardless of your eight hours, you are feeling groggy and shit. So what I did, I consciously bought a Lumi, which wakes you up by light, but gradually by light. So you can set it to like a 20 minute timer. And it starts off like a, 
like a sort of sunrise red and slowly, slowly over 20 minutes gets brighter and brighter and brighter until it is a very, very bright yellow, which is when you wake up. But what it does, subconsciously, it's slowly taking you out of that deep sleep and into REM sleep. So when you do get alerted by the bright light, you're in REM sleep. So you wake up refreshed, even if you've only had that four hours sort of sleep window. I'm waking up refreshed every time because I'm not waking up during deep sleep. So that is hands down one of the best things I did. Wait, so has that actually really been helping you? Oh, mate, well, you know, I've got sleep apnea, so I suck at sleeping on a good day. Nice. Um, but this thing massively, massively helps me. Like if I forget to do it one day and I wake up naturally or like just from, a, from the fucking rain at the moment or wind, I feel like shit. Whereas this Lumi goes off, I'm up at 5.45 every day feeling like a fresh man, regardless if I went to bed at... No, are you, are you still setting a normal alarm though? No, 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 that's my only alarm. I don't have, I don't have my phone. My phone's not there. I'm very similar to you. Oh, so you don't have any sound? It's just literally. No, it's just the light, mate. It's just pure light. And it wakes you, mate. It's bright, so it's, it's going to be enough to wake you up. First time I did it, I was a bit conscious that this doesn't wake me up. Like my day tomorrow is fucked. But it did, it did it straight away. So it gives me a reason to, oh. I don't need my phone in my room now because I don't need the alarm. That is a good one. And then having yeah, the uh, having the rule, there's the two there's the two like there's the um there are two S's rule for bed, isn't it? Your bed should be for two places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and sleeping. So like that's all you do in bed. <laughs> like there's no phones, there's no TV. <laughs> if you're a single man listening to this, <laughs> we can add, we can add a masturbate in as well. We'll add the big. <laughs> Shaking. <laughs> Shaking. There we go. Shaking. Wait, Shaking. so how much is this thing? Uh, I think it's like 50 quid. It's not like 50 quid to, for the quality of life it lets me leave. It's an absolute... Mate, I spent 50 quid on the Domino's. Yeah, mate, I, I'm down. I'm down for this. I, I just didn't... I didn't even know this was a thing. I, I, I knew that there was uh, lights for people that have um, seasonal... Uh, light disorder thing, you know. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah? yeah, I didn't know this was a the, the alarm. I'm, I'm I'm gonna have to get Ellie one of those. This I mean, awesome. it looks it actually looks really trendy as well, you know. And you don't like the, like you yeah. see the room, it's quite a modern look, and I'm like, yeah, that looks good. Yeah, I bet that yeah, looks good. Let's get better that. than the, the lava lamps we used to have. <laughs> <laughs> mate, that was a that was a, a craze that needs to come back. Fucking yeah. lava lamps, that was yeah. a good 90s craze that needs to come back, mate. Do you ever, hey, you must have played Pokemon. Oh yeah, yeah. I, again, like my my days of selling, like you know, from as an entrepreneur, started selling Pokemon cards because there was a, a a couple of kids down my road who moved over from China, and they brought all these like sick Chinese Pokemon cards. So I bought them off them and sold them at my school and made made a margin on the um... yeah on the markups. <laughs> Look at this little slippery slippery reason <laughs> was a little little toddler. Really dealing on the uh, yeah, po- yeah, Pokemon yeah, set, making yeah. five. I'm getting lunch money for like a, a shiny Pikachu or something. L- literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, as a kid, what was that like? You, I mean, this was a weird. Do you ever play Crazy Bones? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the weird one. That whoever thought of that was fucking smoking yeah. pogs, all this weird stuff. Yeah. Like, like kids. I don't think kids these days have the joy that we had. Because it's all electronic now, isn't it? Paying on, paying on the iPad, paying on the yeah. iPhone or games. It, yeah, it's not the same. Like, uh, you're not allowed to you, you, uh, play Conkers anymore in schools. Why not? Because health and safety. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, it's mental, isn't it? It's actually a thing. Can you, st- can you still do, like... Obviously, do you play, like, Bulldog when you were a kid? 
Like, yes. Take, take that. Were you like running in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a full on like fist fight. Yeah, and, and now it will be, school will be different with social distancing and all of that. But... Oh, God knows what they're going to do now, mate. Like, I've got two primary schools not too far from where I live. And, like, even now, like, they've staggered entrance times. No idea. Was, yeah, fucking, no, social distance is going to be going to be mental. Um, back on topic, rather than rather than children's, <laughs> children's <laughs> toys. Um, <laughs> um, so, looking into motivation then. Yep. A lot of people self-included probably yourself at times yeah people think they need motivation yeah but the truly successful people be in any walk of life get shit done when the motivation isn't there yeah what tips and tricks or anecdotes can you give about staying motivated or manning up like like Bedros, Bedros says, like manning up and just getting shit done yeah. when you don't feel like it. Yeah, okay. So I, I think a lot of the time is people haven't connected a simple fitness goal with something far more important, such as the kind of father they're going to become or the kind of um, husband they are or want to be. And what I mean by that is, Prime example, if you are somebody who snoozes their alarm or doesn't skips their workout, that stuff might just seem like, oh, whatever, it doesn't really matter. But it kind of does because let's say you want to be a dad one day or you're a dad listening. Like you want to be the role model to your kids. You want to be a role model, the head of the family, wherever it is. So maybe if there's times that you feel like, oh, shit, this, this stuff doesn't really matter, try and tap into a bigger, deeper reason and, and don't necessarily do it for you but maybe either do it for the person you want to become or do it for your friends, your family, your, your wife, your husband, whatever your situation, do it for someone else. And, and I think for me, that motivation is like, I don't care so much. And um, BPAC said it best on, on, on the call we had with him before when he was like, it's not about becoming a millionaire. It's about the person you have to become to become a millionaire. Does that make sense? hundred yeah. percent. And it's no different for me. It's like, I look at athletes and you can and you, you can think what you want of an athlete and they dedicate their life to stuff and you might not want to perform you don't might not want to win the Olympics, you just want a six pack. But it's more you're like it's the kind of person they have to be to get that and there's that level of respect there. So you might see a guy on the beach and he's in in wicked shape and you might think he looks like a bit of a twat or a bit arrogant, but one thing he definitely isn't, he's definitely not lazy. You know that. And I love that because People can buy a lot of stuff these days. You, you can buy so much. You can buy a nice watch, a nice car with this stuff, but you can't buy a body. You know, like there's no, no, no cosmetic surgery will get you the kind of physique you're looking for other than just hard work and dieting and session after session. So I, that's what I really love about that. So yeah, to answer your question, trying to tap into a bigger, deeper reason other than the obvious physical reason, uh, aesthetic benefits like, What's the deeper reason? And, and try and connect it back to something bigger than just the obvious getting shredded for something. Yeah, no, I love that one. And it's one I talk about and, and sort of say a lot is the idea that a great body is, the one, is one of the few things money can't buy. Yeah. Regardless of how rich you are, you have to diet and you yeah. have to train. Yeah. So there is a big level of respect 
that I have and that a lot of people have for someone in good physique. Now, good physique can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Um, but there's still a level of this person's put in the work. They train, they look after themselves, they don't take the easy way out. And then the second thing that really resonated with me is obviously what you said about BPAC is being a millionaire isn't the goal. It's who you have to become to become a millionaire. And that is huge in this day and age where there's potentially social media age, right? Wherever the age we're in now, the age of TikTok, I don't even know what, where, what this age is called. Um, but everything's online. So everyone's, obviously everyone's got an opinion. Opinions are like arseholes. Everyone's got one and it's usually shit. Fuck it, how good is that quote, by the way? Fucking decent. Yeah. <laughs> but these successful people, like your Gary V. Your, your yep. Grant Cardone's, yep. um, your Craig Ballantyne's, like we said earlier, like Bedros, they've all got very similar habits. Yeah. And that's why they're successful. Yeah. So, and again, from leading back to what you said at the start of the call, success leaves clues. Yeah. So rather than having this resentment or this, uh, about these, these people, because they've got what you haven't, it's all about having the mindset of, I need to start doing these daily habits, which you touched on at the start, but these guys do, because that's the person who I need to become to become a millionaire or become a successful X, Y, or Z. Mm -hmm. A lot of the time as well, bro, people, they say that they don't want a six pack. They say that money, they don't care about money, but, and yes, yeah, sometimes that is the case, but a lot of the times, and this is what I'm not cool with as someone as a, as a coach, as a mentor, as a, a person of influence is someone think, are you genuinely saying that because you genuinely think that you can't achieve these, um, sorry, that you don't want to achieve these things, or are you saying that because you, you don't think you can? Mm. That's my beef. Cause it's like, I'm cool. Like if you genuinely telling me that you would rather have a gut than a six pack, if you genuinely, you know, genuinely feel, would feel happier having body fat around your waist and I see that, then that's cool. If you do want a six pack and you're listening to this and you would love to get shredded, you can. So do, you know, like don't, don't put limitations on yourself and don't try and convince yourself. Cause if you do, if you convince yourself that it's not something you really want, yeah, you'll never achieve it, but maybe open up a new dialogue and say, actually, yeah, fuck it. This summer, I do want to get shredded and I'm going to reach out to Wade and I'm going to ask him about how to do it hmm. because I actually want to do it. I'm not going to hold back and say, Oh, no, that's not for me, bro. Other people get shredded. I'm always going to look like this. I've always looked like this. Mm. Yeah, because your mentality has always been like that. Mm. 100%. And one of the things that I think has been huge for me this year, and I think potentially for you as well, it's, it's a mindset of investing in yourself. Not, not many people do it. And I, I'll be dead. Like, I've subconsciously done it, right? with my degree with my master's and doing courses here there and everywhere like I have but, but that was more because I thought I, I needed to do a degree and then I needed to do a master's and stuff like that well recently I've actually gone and invested in in like mentors and and other coaches to make myself the best version of of who what of weight I can be and I, and I know you have too and it's a position where I think a lot of men and, and women to be fair don't actually invest themselves either they don't think they're worth it or they don't understand the benefit of actually investing in themselves. And once you get that, that point across to people that you are worth it, like, like you are worth investing in yourself, who's going to make you feel better other than you? Do you know what I mean? Like if you don't invest in yourself, why will 
a future partner? Why were your kids? Why were your parents? Like you need to make sure you invest in yourself. Um, and that's one thing I think you really, really resonates with me when you, when you sort of speak about stuff like that and really put that point forward of about investing in, in yourself to make yourself better. That's a point I think you've really sits home with you as well. Yeah. I think, I think the big part is that like no one, no one cares about you more than you care, like care about yourself. And, and that may, you, you may think that, but at the end of the day, there's not many people in your life. Like if you think of all the people, you know, and how many of them, if push came to shove would step in the way, if, if, if there was a bullet coming your way, it's going to be like maybe your, your mum and maybe your partner at best. And even that you're putting someone in a sticky situation where someone has, if you put someone's life on the line and they have to go, in this moment, I take a bullet or they take the bullet. Like, so when you really break it down, you need to be your own biggest cheerleader, your own biggest mascot fan. Like you, you, need, to, you need to back yourself. And if you're not investing in yourself, and we, we say it to people all the time, like, when did you stop? When did you start, sorry, valuing money over your health? When did you start valuing money over your development, your career, your success? Like, we don't earn money just to for it to sit in a bank somewhere. We we earn it to then invest it and 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 grow and be better. So, I think just trying to stress to the guys listening that when it really comes down to it, like you investing in yourself is there's nothing better than that because that will then multiply and then what you then invest in will then multiply and then what you invest in will multiply. So. Yeah, just um, I think of anything I've learned is me working on myself has allowed me to improve in every other area of my life. But it starts with me. It starts with that personal development. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I think um, hopefully at least one of the tips we've shared tonight will contribute towards somebody going on and investing in them, their selves and, and moving forward with whatever they want to achieve. Completely. We're going going on with them. What they want to achieve. What's uh, what are the goals or for the remainder of 2020 for Dan Poulter? Um, good question. Big goals, obviously. There's, there's things I want to continue to push on and do in my own business. Mm-hmm. There is still some things in terms of uh, personal development development wise for myself. In terms of, I'll, I'll be very open, and, and Wade knows this, and anyone that knows me or of me would know that. Like I'm very open about my mental health in the past and kind of uh, dealing on and off with bouts of like anxiety from waves of it throughout the day to like times that was happening like there was one time having like 15 times a day and I was having like proper anxiety attacks and stuff like that and you know I'm I'm far better off than I've ever been and my mental health is you know ups and downs is is, is so much better than it's ever been but there's still a few little things I want to do kind of mentally which might sound a bit deep but in terms of getting myself to a real place of strength from like I'm good like things are good so um yeah that, that's kind of a big one for me mm-hmm. business is business and with fitness as always want to get uh, shredded before the summer's over and um just keep kicking on with what I do just keep training keep lifting can't wait to get back in the gym can't wait to hit some you know, everything's going to be a PB when I go back to the gym. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to get under a pinch press. I can't wait to like lift some weight. Mm. Um, yeah, like this year's good. Like I, I'm, I'm loving 2020. Like everyone's saying, "Oh, how's lockdown? Has it been for you?" I'm like, I've really enjoyed it. I've learned a lot. Uh, I've, I've realised who I like spending time with. I've realised who I've missed, who I haven't missed. 
I think of being able to meet up with people like yourself. And then I think of other people that I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to rush to meet up with you. And I think this mm. is a great time to take stock. If you're listening to this and we're still in lockdown, now's a great time to think about who do you want to hang around and who are the five people you spend the majority of your time around and what are they bring into the table and a lot of that going on. So that will be the rest of this year, just continuing kind of on that path, really. Yeah, I think that's huge. One of the, one of the things I, I read at the start of lockdown um, I can't get a, I always butcher these things. Fucking, I always butcher these. <laughs> I might get it if you if I know. This is gonna be clear, but it's like if you come out of lockdown without learning a new skill, learning yes. a new language, or having a side hustle, yeah, you failed lockdown. Yeah, 100%. and it's, it's a period of time where like we've had it's a hundred days now, isn't it? It's a hundred odd days of lockdown. I think you, yeah, uh, at least yeah, about that. Yeah, I think it's around hundred days of lockdown, um, which is like so much time to actually have, have done something and for like again you and i are very fortunate and i will always agree that other people who aren't in as fortunate position but we were online anyway right yeah. we had a we had a very good business model and we were online anyway and we were very good at just but we, we put ourselves in that position like we've been online for a good few years and we then excelled and tried to help as many people as possible and then we we had other business ventures as well during this time to, to try and improve ourselves. I've invested in things this time you have and stuff like that. And it's, it's a mindset that we both have that I want to sort of push on to, to a lot of the population that, yeah, Fortnite playing PlayStation is cool and fun and this, but is that really what you want to be remembered for? Mm. Like one, that, that, see, one of my, and I won't butcher this one because this is from, this is from uh, Achilles in Troy. I'm going to butcher it. I know I fucking will from Achilles in Troy. Uh, you've seen the film, Troy? With Brad yes. Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one we're going, um, uh, he says like, someone says, in a hundred years time, your, the bones from your skeleton will be dust. Then Achilles goes, yes, but our names will remain. Oh, goosebumps every time. Fucking goosebumps. Love that film. Um, but that's something that's always resonated with me. Going, right, if we get one shot at this stint, like, if there's no afterlife or whatever, I want to make sure I've done enough in this life to make sure I have impacted enough people that my name remains mm. at least for 30 minutes after I die. Do you know what I mean? At least for, at least yeah, for yeah. But that, that's, oh, the yeah. I, statement. yeah. I think of that kind of, we've done that headstone example before, haven't we? Where we talked about like, um, mm. what would you want to have written in your headstone? And I think for me, it's that thing of, at least one person, 10 people, a hundred. I, I hope that someone would say that, you know, Dan had an impact on my life for the better. Mm. I'll, I'll be happy with that. That's cool with me. You know, like just, and I, I know it's different and depending what role you're in and what you do for work and whatever, but it's just having a bit of impact. And, mm. and like you said, way just, you know, you, having your name remembered for something. And I think this lockdown period has been great because as much as, I keep saying to people as much as it's you, you, you realize who you can't wait to see when we can see people again. I also think there's other people that I'm, I haven't really missed and I'm not, not that I'm not looking forward to seeing, but like I won't be rushing to, you just, you look at people differently now, you know, mm -hmm. you look at people and go, you go like, what are you actually bringing to the table? Are you building me up? Are you, 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 you bringing me down? Are you, you know, you give it what you give me. And I think, for anyone listening, especially if you're listening in lockdown, or to be fair, it doesn't matter at any time. 
look at the people you're hanging around. And again, back to kind of a, a standard quote in the motivational kind of world is like, um, you are who you spend the majority of your time around. So if you're, if, if the other guys around you down the pub are constantly just, you know, talking shit about other people and they're constantly like putting you down. And anytime you try and say something somewhat kind of out there or a goal or a dream and they, and they knock you back, like just take a moment and take a look at that. Obviously have a conversation with them and, and you choose what you do with that, but it is important who you associate with. And I think, I think Wade and I, we've, we've learned that a lot over past two, three, five, whatever years as we kind of matured and, as you know, get a bit older, you kind of got come with it. But I, I don't think it's something definitely to everybody needs to kind of take. Sneezed. Hey, fever. Yeah, hey, fever's kicking my dick at the moment. Mate. Hey, dick. You into you into football? You're into football, aren't you? Yes. You not? Are you us? No. Chelsea? No way. I'm Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea. But obviously, Robin van Persie. Yeah. Yeah. So this will hit home with a lot of people. Obviously, guys who are football fans stuff like that, right? Robin van Persie, I was interviewed not that long ago. And he, he um, I think he sort of came out with, hey, I'm, we're, we're all about the quotes today, stuff like that, all about the quotes. Um, he's being interviewed and um, they're talking to him about his, his childhood or his early years, which I believe was at PSV Eindhoven. It could have, like, somewhere along those. And um, they asked about him before he came to, to Arsenal. And he was like, I was, I was in the starting 11 at PSV. Um, I was sort of scoring regularly. I was winning games for the team, getting noticed. I knew where I wanted to go, but I was hanging around these group of people who didn't share the same dreams and aspirations as me, who weren't, who were bringing me down, causing me stress, causing me anxiety, and were not the people I want to be with. So you guys see, he goes, at the age of, I don't know, let's say 20, 21, before, just before he came to Arsenal, he made the decision, and he actually like sat down with them and said, I love you guys, but you're not going to be a part of my life moving forward because you're not on the same path as me. You're, you're, you guys are on a different path, a different journey, and you're not bringing value to me. And I'm going to go and pursue this, this career, this life that I want. And then he turned on to be one of the best Premier League strikers that have ever lived, you know, winning the title with them Man United and doing X, Y, and Z. But he, like, how uncomfortable is that conversation yeah. with, with, with friends at that age as well, like late teens, early 20s? Yeah. I, I would hate to have that conversation with, with people in my life now if I needed to, to go, just a heads up. I don't want to be friends anymore because I'm on it. Like you're, we're not on the same path. Like it's a really tough conversation, but the success that that could lead to because you've made that choice could be, could be endless. Yeah. You, you have to, and how you go about it is, is up to you, but you know, just don't be afraid to say no to things and you can get yourself in a lot of trouble when you, you say yes to things all the time. And, I think sometimes you have to learn to say no and, and, and kind of stand by that and be okay with that. But yeah, I think yeah, maybe it's just a bit of growing up and uh, as you kind of mature and, you know, also realizing that just because you were friends with someone five years ago, doesn't mean that you have to or will still be friends with them in now or in five years time. Like people grow, people change and that's okay. And I think, you know, if, if, if you look at the guys around you in your circle and, and they're not talking about the kind of stuff you want to be talking about, there will be there will be people out there that are doing what you want to do and mm. listening to things like this and again would your if you're listening to this podcast right now and you recommend it to a friend would, would they listen or would they not and and what does that tell you you know like would they be interested or would they think oh who listens to podcasts like, that one is a dick i'm not listening to that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah maybe they just know wait um yeah, so, <laughs> no i don't yeah we're not saying um 
by all means suck off your your, your mates completely but mm. yeah if there's people that aren't building you up and they're not sort of on the same journey as you then yeah it's a good time to kind of have a look at that yeah completely completely right as i'm very conscious of the time being 9 p.m yep i have loved having you on dan and i would like to get you back on because obviously we touched on your on your mental health a little bit just just then potentially getting on another episode going on about about anxiety and things like that obviously we wanted to keep this one all about becoming your best self becoming sort of like the man you man you want to be and becoming what type of thing so i'm glad we, we stayed on that at that one we hope to do another one on anxiety but i'm sure a lot of people have resonated with you and a lot of people will want to find out more about you um so give us a little bit about about what you do and where people can find you where you hang out the most yeah so um the best place to find me is either on uh, instagram it's at muscle fitness uk or one word and that's probably more my obvious fitness stuff um similar to way just trying to give as much uh, value as i can and kind of educational stuff over there and then he's, if he's a lot funnier than me so you're you're liking <laughs> a, lot, a, lot, a lot funnier content yeah but if you go to tiktok oh then, jesus yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, look like i'm up to 41k mate i'm i'm flying i'm, I'm becoming tiktok famous and um over there it's all very much motivational kind of yeah a lot of what we talked about here tonight you know like um nuggets of everything's no more than a minute long so yeah you can catch me there and that's also at muscle fitness uk so yeah come over say hi tell me if you've come over from the podcast and me and wade know you've listened to the episode mm-hmm. tiktok's your bread and butter now isn't it i love it mate i love it i literally i've got messages like and again we're not going into too deep but like you know, I've got like a lady messaging me saying like, you know, her 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 kids. She got four boys. They uh, they lost their dad a year ago, and now they watch my videos. And she's using me as like a male figure and role model in their life. When you get messages like that, you're like, oh, yeah. yeah, like and again, bringing back to what we talked about about being a, a role model and a figure. Like, I'm like, I'm just posting some some videos on TikTok and and but you don't realize the kind of power it has and same for what we're doing right here. If, if one guy takes one tip that we've shared tonight, the butterfly effect would say, you know, like a, a butterfly flapping their wings can cause a hurricane on the other side of the earth. It's no different to this, this one tip from this one episode could change someone's life. Cause everything me being on what I do after this will change the course of my life. Mm. Same for you. Whether I go out for a run now or go have dinner will completely change where my life goes because i'll think of something i might see something i might get hit by a bus like you just don't know so yeah i'm anyway tiktok instagram (laughs) (laughs) i love i love how you got so philosophical from tiktok mate it's all about it's all about teenagers into random tunes and you've got philosophical on it's it's that and it's the first drink that i've had since march kind of combining until we go until we go out next weekend and we get we go on it yes exactly Good. And on that bombshell, thank you very much for listening, everyone. And I will catch you next week. Peace. Guys, before we go, I just want to say thanks. Thanks for spending the last hour or so with me. I hope you've learned something. But more importantly, I hope you had fun. If you want to get more tips and tricks on how to look great with your shirt off while still enjoying that ice cold beer on a weekend, then go and click the link in the description and join my free Facebook group for all up-to-date information. Guys, I appreciate you for being here, and I'll catch you next time.